Mushroom Cloud, episode six, with Ian Fergus. Yeah. It was quite the night in Parkdale. Ian made the trip down from the Danforth, which... Uh, Where he used to run his Enemies of Ian show. Enemies of Ian show was a good time. It, was a, it had its, uh, its definitely own unique charm. It's just a, like that's, that's <laughs> as true of a, a shitty open mic as you could ever go to regularly. And I did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was a regular making the trek to Sportsters yeah. for the Enemies of Ian show. Well, the, there would always be like a a couple shows that because they were just so ridiculously awful in a very unique way, it was actually beneficial. I enjoyed whether it's just desensitization or just trying to the no consequence, but also y- you could figure stuff out there like it, w- once you got a feel for that place, which. I don't believe I ever did, but I believe that, that, I definitely that, did. that, that I it like might have been possible. I got a feel for Sportsters. I usually had a good time. I think Sportsters got a feel for me. <laughs> That's what it felt like every single time. Well, there's like a cast of characters out there that I hardly see anywhere else. Like Unless I go to Groove Bar or unless I go to one of those Danforth sort of specific shows, I don't get to see well, Brett the, or... Uh, well, the Danforth is like... Uh, it's its its own area. I like it, it feels different out there. It feels it's not even. It's like a ten. It's like a twenty-minute drive from here. Yeah. It's not really that big a deal, but it's got its, it's got its own feel. Yeah, I don't see those guys. That <laughs> they're just there's such a such a fun group of comics. I see Ian regularly. Uh, Ian Fergus, yeah. our guest on on this episode, but the rest of those characters out there, it's just sort of it's always a little bit of chaos, and there's always something weird we just missed either the oh, week yeah. before or. Well, you know, I, some video game. I met Ian a couple of years ago in Brampton. He used to be a big, big part of the Brampton comedy scene. That that also had its own charm. Yeah, I met Ian. I think I met Ian. Didn't we <laughs> miss picking him up somewhere? Oh right, yeah, yeah. We were supposed to pick him up at the going to Niagara Falls, and we went to the wrong place, and he went to the opposite place, and then we couldn't get a hold of him, and it was yeah. And then and I think that show was so long that. He ended up getting there at complete different times. With uh, I don't know what happened. I didn't remember what that show was, that. I was. think it was an outdoor patio show. I might have been that. No, it was too dark. It wasn't the uh, the outdoor the skillet the twisted skillet. Oh right, right. Yeah. It was not that. It was something else that was definitely going down. Uh, I don't even remember. But uh, that's <laughs> that was my first my first intro to Ian. My other big Ian, Ian Fergus memory was driving down past the, uh, it's like the Sour Patch Kids factory. Were you on that ride? When he decided to call to see if he could get a tour at about, mm, let's call it 9 o'clock on a Tuesday night. I, I, I don't believe so. Yeah, he decided to call the factory and he just left a message in the general voicemail box. Just him rambling for, I don't know, a few minutes, initially asking for a tour and then leaving a brief resume and his mom's phone number where you could get a hold of him because he hasn't had an active phone in a couple of years. <laughs> He's a he, he's quite a prankster. That, he's know. quite the character. That's even when he got here, when he arrived at my place, I just happened to be taking the dog out to let her piss. He was uh, standing on the corner uh, trying to find some Wi-Fi somewhere so he could log into Facebook and send me a message. Serendipitously, my dog had to pee. So it had to happen, and uh, Ian gives us some some of his personal opinions on what mushrooms did to him. <laughs> Awesome. This will be uh, episode number six. Enjoy. Now we'll just jump in with episode six of the Mushroom Cloud podcast. My name is Chad Gibson. 
I'm, I'm Justin Leith. We have with us today the one and only Ian Fergus. Ian, thanks for coming to Parkdale. Thank you on for a having Tuesday me. night. So it was a beautiful ride here. Yeah. <laughs> where do you Where do you live? You're somewhere on the east, is all. Yeah, I know. just off of Danforth, uh, up at like Broadview and Cosburn. Okay. Is that north then of the Danforth? Yep. Okay. Yeah. I don't know anything in that area. Just north of uh, like where SoCap is. There's like a giant chunk of the city in there. If you think of like north of north of Bloor, east of Young, I know it exists on a map. Don't know anything about it. That's for me, north of Bloor, west of Young. Okay. Yeah, I stop at Young. Fair enough. But I, I came out here for the good cause. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> I appreciate uh, you making the trip. I know it exists, but I know there'll th- th- be such a good line if you're a geography teacher. What's that? I know it exists on a map. Oh. <laughs> you <laughs> lot. Or whatever the I hell you said. Yeah. <laughs> I should have been a geography teacher. I'd know a thing or two about hills then. Wait, that would be geography? No. Physical geography. Yeah. That Physical. <laughs> you just know where the hills are. Yeah. Well, I can I can kind of read a map, and by map, I mean GPS system. <laughs> when when it's clearly labeled. <laughs> just up to a couple of years ago. He's I was talking to me. I was at the stage up to probably just about a year and a half ago where I would uh, go on Google Maps on my laptop and write out the steps and then just have it on a piece of paper. And then I'd go in the car. Yeah, man, I don't have a phone. That so was up until, like, <laughs> you don't have a phone. I haven't had a phone for almost two years. Wow. Yeah. How you living? Uh, pretty undisturbed, actually. Fair enough. Like, like people did pre-2009 or yeah. something? Yeah, like people were able to figure it out, <laughs> so... I'm not the brightest guy, but I'd be able to <laughs> stumble my way through yeah. life without a phone. Yeah, it's you, nice. I have, you, like, an iPad that I listen to podcasts on when I get bored. Okay, well, so... I don't use it So, for so like you do have access to a map, then? Yeah, but I... But you need it's Wi-Fi. Not, yeah, you need Wi-Fi. Okay, I'm not... I I'm, screenshot something. Okay, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not as so impressed easy. anymore. You, well, cause you definitely look at the map sometimes. Well, I don't look at the map. <laughs> I look at the directions. Because the map, I only see like what was saved on the screen before I left Wi-Fi. Can you get around <laughs> the city using a sextant, if you know what you're doing? Hmm? A what now? This is the thing like you used to use in boats. Right? Oh, I thought you were going to say sexting. A, I was like, a no, man, sextant. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I, th- I think it's how you, like, you measure the direction, something about the stars and like, when you're in a boat. <laughs> Some sort of nautical directional I, device. I'm pretty sure I'm using that correctly, but I'm not 100 percent sure. It would be useless in the Sextant. Sextant. <laughs> um, you see like three stars in the city. I'd be so lost. So yeah. I don't know how you use it, but I'm pretty sure. I just keep running into this one condo with the, <laughs> the guy left his lights on in the fucking penthouse. I right. thought it was a star, right? He's got a good view. It's something of like it aligns shit or something, then you know where you're going. Um not a compass? Um, I don't know. It's like pre-compass, I think. Okay. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I pre-compass. Sextant. You ever heard of a sextant before? No, but I, I consider you a more nautical person than I. <laughs> being from an island. <laughs> I guess I'd be slightly more nautical based. Than, than Peterborough. Than like, I grew up in Peterborough. Uh, I guess, but I, I still there. grew up on the land, though. Yeah, but, you know, apparently you were close enough to water that people are speaking of sextants. <laughs> people are speaking of sextants. Sextant? Sextant. S-E-X-T-E-N-T, I'm pretty sure. Sextant. Yeah. Sextant. Yeah, you could also say that. Hmm. I think, think you just ran into a really creepy sailor one time. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> there are definitely He's a few of them about pre-compass there. and sexton and <laughs> I need calling you, you very nautical. Pre-compassed all over my sextant. <laughs> Justin, you nautical boy, you. <laughs> I wish it was that glamorous. But what was uh, what was your first interaction with the with the mushroom experience? The mushroom experience. Um, <laughs> The first time I did it... I could talk about sextants for hours. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get down to the ch- down to business. I'm trying to Google it. I am listening. Uh, my first time doing mushrooms was in college. Uh, me and a bunch of buddies bought mushrooms. We ended up actually getting ripped off, so half of us couldn't do it. But that was probably for the best, because then there was like three guys to watch. Three guys. How much were you doing? Uh... Three guys watching three guys. We didn't have a scale or anything. We were just all eating. We split between three of us, like a half ounce, I think. Okay. And I don't know. It was like plenty if that was your first time. Yeah. Yeah, it was a different trip than anything else. I mean, like, it's... This was like like four grams each. Visual. Yeah. 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 Four or five, I guess. One I guy was really fat, so he ate more than everybody else. <laughs> do, you, do you think that matters, though, like body weight? No, he just shovels just food habitual. in his mouth. Oh, yeah. he, just, he was just hungrier than everybody <laughs> yeah. else. He also threw up like <laughs> as soon as it started hitting him. <laughs> I've had that feeling a few times where I felt like just nauseous anyway. I haven't actually thrown up. You've thrown up. Have yeah, been but well into the trip, or yeah, because it was a reaction of the gravity of the mushroom <laughs> trip. It was definitely less about the fungus in my body or about the uh, the guilt. Well, I I've, <laughs> I've I felt a couple times like just before like I puked twice, where like the last time where, where I was like, oh, I'm gonna puke, I'm gonna puke, and then I was like, I don't have to unless I let the full feeling of this trip in, and I was like, it's gonna feel good though. And then I just kind of okay, and then I have to run to the bathroom and just puke. Oh, it's I'm just not going to the bathroom. Oh, it's not like just lay in the bathtub and just let puke fly. <sighs> well, yeah, it's just like being like moderately sick. You're gonna make it. Yeah, yeah. And you can walk there, but it, but it's like it's gonna feel good if I just let the puke out, and it does. It if definitely does. If you told does. me I threw up um, during the incident. I wouldn't have been that surprised because I know like all of my like I was definitely crying, my nose was running, and I was drooling all at the same time. Yeah, but I don't think we puked. I think we would have been aware of that. I it could have happened. I, I I'm not I'm not sure it was able to be processed enough to vomit. But like, w- w- what happened when you did your first your first mushroom trip? Oh yeah, I got away from <laughs> it just talking about mushrooms. I uh, <laughs> I, it was like I said, like more. Visual stuff that I've ever really seen again. Yeah. How like, old were you? What type of visual uh, stuff did you see? 20. Just everything. Like, I was drawing pictures, and they were kind of animated and moving. And that was awesome. And, uh, like, doorways. I kept thinking I was not going to be able to get through any doorways. Because <laughs> they all, like, looked like they were way too small. And yeah, I, I, I get that weird depth thing, eh? Yeah. And they seem like they're further away. Yeah, and like just as you get closer, it seems like it's getting tinier. And like, oh, shit. On it you. feels like that, uh, that, that, like those um, illusions they used to have on YouTube where like the two people would walk by each other and one would get small and big and the other yeah. one would switch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are like some of the things you see on mushrooms are exactly like those internet things. Oh, yeah. They just, that's, that's definitely where they're coming from. Yeah, it looks so simple. You know, this is stupid. You just can't figure it out. And you're like, fuck. <laughs> I'm, I'm dumb. You realize how dumb you are. But uh, 
the only like real noteworthy part of that night was uh, it was Halloween, and I have uh, this. I don't know if you guys have seen it before. This panda costume I wear quite <laughs> regularly. Okay. That my Just mom part made of the regular me. R- regular <laughs> rotation. Well, my mom made me this Halloween costume when I was in like grade twelve or something. Yeah. And I wore it once. I was like, I think I have to wear this a lot. She put a lot of hours in this. <laughs> so I just find any reason to wear it. It's kind of ripped now and shitty. But And did she expect you to wear it more than Halloween? No, no, no. She's like, actually shocked at how much I wear it. <laughs> You're not supposed to wear out a costume. <laughs> but um, me and my, all my buddies, we all like got out all these costumes and put our, like, one guy was a cowboy, I was a panda. <laughs> I forgot what else we had. But uh, we decided to go for a walk. But I, right before I went out, I had a T-shirt on underneath my panda costume. My buddy could see it. He's like, hey, man. He's like, pandas don't wear T-shirts, do they? <laughs> I'm like, that's a good point, man. And so I took <laughs> off my T-shirt. I'm just in this panda suit nothing else. We go out, and I'm freezing my dick off. <laughs> and uh, we're climbing trees and shit because I'm a panda. And that's Obviously. Yeah. Makes mommies. sense. And then um, <laughs> we saw this light in the distance. And we were like, oh, we want to find out what this light is. And we were like... All I think is we something awesome. We were so excited. And uh, we got to, it was like a 10 minute walk towards this light. And when we got there, it was a factory. <laughs> and like people were going from their cars into the factory in like the midnight shift. <laughs> we're like, oh, <laughs> this is the worst, the worst possible thing to find <laughs> at the end of the light. <laughs> it's a fucking factory. It's a career. Oh, as a fuck factory you, work. life. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it really bummed us out for the rest of the trip. We just went home, went to bed. He's <laughs> like, got ready for work the next day. Yeah. The, the panda suit must have just stunk after the... Just, just sweating in it like that. It kind of stunk in general. <laughs> like, like I, said, I had it in college. Like, it was ha- Halloween. Like, I'd been partying and drinking in it for, like, three days straight. I got arrested <laughs> in that panda suit two years later. <laughs> That's the way to make the paper, though. Oh, yeah. Where'd you get arrested? Where were you? Uh, Niagara. Um... I, like in Niagara Falls or? Uh, St. Catharines. I don't know. I but went to Brock. I know I'm unfamiliar yeah, yeah, yeah. with I was uh, walking home from the Red Hot together. Chili Pepper. Okay. Walking to Thorold. That's a hike. That's a hike. Which way were you going? Up uh, Glen Ridge? Yeah, like past the Penn Center up the that yeah, big yeah, street. Yeah, okay. Hilly Street. Big hill? I don't know. I can't remember yeah. the street, but I know you're and talking about I, The walk is like a two-hour walk if you're drunk. Uh, I was about an hour 50 into it. I was really close to my house. Uh, the cops picked me up. <laughs> would they? Uh, at that point, I figured like you would have sobered up decently. Uh, no, well, I thought like, you were a panda. I was blackout drunk. That's what I thought. The only part I remember is yelling, "I'm not a panda," and like running away, <laughs> trying Don't to like shoot me. I thought I was like cute and like could scamper away from the cops. Yeah, <laughs> like guys, I'm not a real panda. Leave me alone. <laughs> and uh, I don't remember this, but I can only assume that. Uh, they roughed me up a little bit <laughs> for my <laughs> for my antics because I woke up the next morning sleeping on the floor of the jail cell. I didn't remember why I was there, and I was like, "Oh shit! I hope it's just one night." But uh, my side was hurt so much, and I had this panda costume on still. Just Did the you one still piece. have the head. I was no, picturing you naked a with a panda costume for a pillow, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shivering. It was it's a onesie jumper with a like a hat that I could wear. Oh, so okay. they, had, they took my hat and my So it wasn't like a full mascot no, head. No, no, okay. No, no. My mom's good. <laughs> She's not that good. <laughs> Bulbous head. Yeah, I had this the onesie part of my panda suit on. I took it <laughs> off and I just had knuckle marks all up and down my side. <laughs> oh, well, shit. Like, you're an endangered species, too. Oh. 
<laughs> which was a quick game in jail. Or, I don't know, holding, not jail. A drunk tank? Yeah. yeah. I think uh, I was in that drunk tank. Yeah, it's pretty dingy. It, yeah, well, I was just like, fuck. <laughs> I don't have to deal with this. I should not have been so lippy. Like, by the time... I was actually in there and figured out what was going on. Like, okay, I don't think I'm getting charged. I think I'm just spending some time here. Yeah. Like, it'll be all right. It's kind of fun once you're like, whatever. This is just drunk. I couldn't do it. I was not a real fucking. I was too worried about my whole life being ruined. I was all panicky. Well, you're already going to to Brock. What are you excited for? That's true. (laughs) Swung low. In hindsight, I would have been arrested many more times. Yeah, drunk tanks really like <laughs> doesn't go on your record. I literally just paid that. That happened four a years ago. A lot of ago. people will be put in for just though you just pissed in public. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was always the one that people would get thrown. Yeah, out. and then there's always a rumor that you'd get uh, put on a predator list. Doesn't that happen in weird like I shitty th- states? I think that has happened. Hmm? Like in shitty states. Where, like, if you're in one of those backwoods, a way too religious states, they'll just make you a sex offender for taking mm. the piss outside of a bar. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's, that's frightening. I guess you generally frowned upon to take your dick. <laughs> like, so we used to always go between two bars in Peterborough. We'd go to this place called Champs early on. Because uh, they gave, if you ordered two pitchers, they gave you a big basket full of uh, chip and dip, mm. which is just lovely. So why wouldn't you start there if you're just going to down your first yeah. three or four pitchers anyway? But then the walk from that place... To the next place, my buddy Marty, whose picture adorns the wall up here, mastered what he called the pee walk, where he just kind of walk in a bit of a zigzag so he didn't piss on himself while walking down whatever main street we happened to be heading. Shoes must have been covered in piss, though. Well, that was part of the piss walk idea, was to get a bit of a whip to it. Okay. So you're, you're trying the whole time not to get it on yourself. He got it on a lot of other people. <laughs> which you could argue is worse, but here we are. Well, I guess it depends which perspective you're coming from. Best way to pee walk is to do it backwards. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you just piss backwards, yeah. and then that's not your problem. It's whoever's behind you. They got a problem. But <laughs> and you're respectful to everyone approaching you from the other direction. Exactly. And that might help you avoid the uh, child predator list. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. How to <laughs> for courtesy public urination. Just, yeah. You're just always fighting being on that list at every turn. Yeah. Well, I know, I've thought about trying to like sneak my way onto the list. Just for? Just to, to avoid living near kids. Just for the material. Well, yeah, that. <laughs> Plus, I don't know. Think about it. I'm not near a park. Parks are noisy. I don't want to be near that. Not Do near you school. That's you, don't, you don't even want the choice. You want to be... Yeah. Just take yourself legally out prohibited from yeah. even li- from living anywhere near somewhere that might inconvenience you. Listen, baby, if you get pregnant, babies. I can't be anywhere near you. I'm on a list. <laughs> That's pretty good uh, birth control. Yeah, because I legally can't let you make my baby. <laughs> nice turn. It's <laughs> <laughs> worth a try. You're right. Let's get Ian, Fa- Ian Fergus on a sex offender list. Can yeah. we do that? How do we? I do was this? just thinking about like touching Hashtag a 17 year old kid's dick. Just have to hashtag it in the lab. Just ask him. Like, no, that's, you can't ask him. That's the. You can't ask him. Well, yeah, I guess that's yeah. also get you on the list. That'd right? get me because yeah. he's uh, trying to make consent laws. Like, yeah. uh, what's statutory? I don't know. It's gonna be tough to get someone's dick for you to touch without it being weird. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. just ordering pizza and just. Like, hey, can I? Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll stop there. <laughs> I was trying to think today of fun mushroom stories I have. And uh, were you telling me you were microdosing? Well, not because microdosing is like under a gram, right? I don't know. Because I've been taking like a gram, gram and a half. Like at work, though, or no, no, no. Oh, okay, like weekends. So, 
I was picturing you on like some scaffolding somewhere, just being no. like. I think like a low enough dose would be fine. I don't know how to figure out what that dose is. Yeah, that'd be a tricky, tricky that's game my, to play. That's you, my biggest you, complaint. You with don't my figure out while you're on a scaffold. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you figure <laughs> out pre-scaffold. I guess you'd want to get up real early to microdose before climbing around on stuff. Like you'd want to be yeah, at your peak. I'd still have to drive to work too. You just want to <laughs> know where the peak was, right? Yeah. Not be climbing something and would he weld or? Yeah, but then I'd get tired later. Yeah, that's true. You're all sleepy. Well, that's why you got to just keep. That's the whole idea. You got to keep the microdose going, maybe. I guess. You ch- like I, <laughs> I guess technically <laughs> coffee break at ten a.m. and you're having mushroom tea. <laughs> Afternoon's gonna fly by, guys. And I started hugging all the guys at work, which I work with like, crusty old forty-year-old men with DUIs, so they would not like that. <laughs> Maybe it's just what they need. <laughs> they do. I've told a lot of guys at work they need some mushrooms and a hug. But yeah, I've been taking. Uh, <coughs> I used to like just do mushrooms for recreational use. Sure. I never think about making my life better with them. But, like, lately i found that when I take, like, a gram and, gram and a half, I just feel better than when I, like, take larger amounts. Sure. Just me. Like, it's just, like, a mild, like, buzz. It's just enjoyable afternoon. I have a good day. Then I have a good nap. And I have all these great ideas that I've written down. And I don't know. I found that's for me. Because when I take, like, too much, I just get into, I don't know. I don't retain enough. That's I fair. Feel. I have that definitely have that problem with like the big dose stuff is that I come out with real profound insights, but stuff you could sum up in say four or five minutes when I know a whole lot else happened for the mm-hmm. seven hours or so that I was just trying not to blink so I didn't miss anything or blinking and then seeing a whole different show. And even if I've written something down, I look at it later, I'm like, what? <laughs> cat, bird, cat. <laughs> that make any sense? <laughs> Um, do you find it helps for like trying to write or just coming up with ideas or have you had any success that way? The um, with loose ideas, yeah. I find my mushrooms ideas in long form aren't always the best. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's or tough to lay that base, right? Have you guys performed on mushrooms? I think we've. Yeah, I've asked you both of you this. I don't think I've done like definitely not peaking. I know the very first time I did a big dose, I hosted that night, but it was just like, I don't know, kind of talking about having been high, and then the show went on a little while, and I just talked about being tired, because uh, I like, I went through a lot that day. <laughs> <laughs> you just did a show where everyone was on mushrooms but you. I was on that show. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was the last time I did mushrooms, I think. Yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago. How, how was that performing... Like, how high were you when you went on stage first? Uh, you did it, that thing with Terry and Blair, right? The Because f- f- I went on twice. Yeah, the first part I did, not high at all. Like, I had just taken them. Okay. And then my when I did stand-up, uh, it was just starting to really, like, it was second year. Right? <laughs> like, I was feeling good, but I wasn't peaking at all it was, yet. It was really hitting Blair. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. His eyes. <laughs> it, was, it was so funny because... There was like at the beginning, he was kind of just having, uh, he was pretty relaxed and chill. And then just after it was like three or four comics in, then he went up and it was just, <laughs> oh, so you're, yeah, you're fully immersed in this now. He gets cartoon eyes. <laughs> yeah. It's a good way of describing, um, yeah. He's a great dude. Yeah. Awesome guy. And it helped 
get some delicious chocolate mushrooms for you that night. Uh, how how how, uh, how much were you on? Uh, chocolate mushrooms a gram and a half, and then I had another like gram and a half, maybe three so grams. How did that set feel? Uh, well, yeah, the set I did was right before I started peaking, yeah. so it's kind of just in a, like a really good space. And I thought I had a great set that night, and uh, it just felt real smooth. And then right after I got off, I started to peak, so that was awesome too. So yeah. I had a good set, and then got rewarded with. A I don't fun think trip. I could peak well. Like I don't think I'd keep doing whatever it is I was doing. <laughs> like it would just be abandoned immediately. I was just talking. <laughs> I just like, well, this walking can't around. <laughs> when I, I don't think I'm walking around. I feel like I just I'm picturing like vape on the lake or something. I just there's so many things I could get stuck staring at. And it could be a good while till I realize I'm still on stage. Well, there's <laughs> also some pretty cool stuff happening on stage. Like Bobby Knopf had a puppet act that was pretty fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> there was some chick painting a chirpy painting. I watched that her like just paint for a while. Oh, she was painting the whole night, yeah. Yeah. Like where? Like just on like a canvas to the side? Or yeah. Like right off stage. Lacey something from Hamilton. Oh, cool. Is New it like a comic or just? Yeah. No, right on. I just thought. Yeah, she just set to it, I think. Yeah. Ukulele. So weirdly yeah. cool. I kind of wish I would have seen that. Yeah, it's pretty wild. But, uh, yeah, I was I was definitely interested in, in trying to talk while I'm. While you don't have a lot mushrooms. of experience in low dose, though, right? Like just a couple of times where you weren't through the roof. No, I may have taken one or two grams one or two times. Well, like by accident yeah. or something? Yeah. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> just, just grab a handful sometimes. And, his left you know. under his, his knuckles for his, under his fingernails. It's like when I used to do a lot of coke. I'd wake up the next morning. My first like sniff of the day would get me like a little boost. Oh, be, that's what scared. Like, I've only done coke. I think like between five and ten times. I'd have to actually sit down if it's even <sighs> so like, good. Fantastic, absolutely. But it always said my thing was if I woke up the next morning. And like had coke then, like feeling hungover or something like that. That's when I would be addicted. That would be exactly it. I was like, oh, that's that is so much better. Why don't I live my life like that? Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely not explodes. just a nighttime thing. It's great in the mornings too. It's not so much addiction as you just you know it's just better than being sober. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> makes you more efficient. <laughs> as long as I'm not sucking a dick for it, I don't think there's anything wrong. Hey buddy. No, I stopped doing cocaine though. Well, not completely. I do it twice a year now, but I don't do it. Yeah, I don't. I don't I've never had it around. Yeah, you like, twice yeah, a year, like the equinox. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> when I'm looking for a long night. Except I do it in between uh, spring and fall. And <laughs> you know what I meant. Um, so have you ever done a really big <clears throat> dose of mushrooms? No, I like four and a half. Is the most I've gone. Okay. You never had like the full, i crazy balls to the wall, like the. No, no, I've had a weekend where I've done, ten grams maybe over the entire weekend. Marley, but that was at Puff Jam. I was also throwing in acid and nitrous <laughs> in the mix there. Yeah, you just, <laughs> just constantly a solid raping. buzz. Yeah, yeah, so there was just a whole bunch of different levels at that. So you, you performed but, really uh, like tripping on psychedelics at that show, I guess, eh? Yeah, yeah. The comedy show, <laughs> the entire audience took uh, acid and all the comics. And I was already I was still on mushrooms. We had taken mushrooms like a couple hours before the show. And yeah. that was probably the trippiest performance 
How did they just go around giving out acid? Like, did you get your? Who needed some more? It was kind of like I half expected I was in a cult because they just went around with Kool Aid and oh dosed, <laughs> gave us little cups of Kool Aid. <laughs> like, all right, everybody drink it. And I was like, whatever, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. <laughs> so I took I'm it. I'm committed at this yeah, point. Yeah, like, this is a fun way to die. Like, uh, <laughs> after taking a bunch of drugs. <laughs> Maybe one of the more ideal ways, I guess. Yeah, but um, Cheers. yeah, that show. I performed a couple times on mushrooms before that, never acid. Have you done acid much? Now I have. That yeah. was my first time doing acid up there. How do you compare that to mushrooms? I've never done acid. Oh, um, it's just, it's easier. Easier? What yeah. do you mean by that? Uh, I don't have... Emotionally, it's easier. <laughs> what like you acid, find you're just like... like for you? Like, uh, like acid's more like a party drug. Like you're just like you can do it and you're high, and, uh, and maybe you see some visual stuff. I don't really never ever see that much. Really? But like mushrooms, like even at like four and a half grams or something. Like it's, it's not a really a party drug. I have to be like home alone and be like, all right, <laughs> like one two grams, I'm fine with people. But yeah. anything upwards of that, I kind of gotta be alone because I might cry. I might. <laughs> <laughs> it's always on the table post that. Uh, yeah. Um, for a movie Forty Two made me cry when I was on mushrooms once. Is that the baseball movie? Jackie Robinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, biopic. Yeah, that at the end of the movie. Spoiler warning. Uh, he makes a white friend, and his white buddy puts his arm around him. And you were living vicariously. And I was like, "That's beautiful." That is. <laughs> at least it was, it was appropriate to the emotion. Then at least. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you, that. Do you don't find any kind of like? Have you done? Like multiple hits of it. I don't know. Uh, is acid? It's all about like hits. Like yeah. Pieces. Well, there's a couple of different ways to do it. There's liquid and then tab. Yeah. Like I've taken the tab, like three, four of them. It's just a little tiny piece of paper you put yeah. on your tongue. You and does it just dissolve, or you just sit there for a bit until you're tripped out? Or? Yeah, you sit. It's a piece of paper, so it doesn't dissolve. But, like yeah. the chemicals soak into your tongue, so you leave it on your tongue for I don't know, fifteen minutes or whatever. It tastes kind of like a battery or something in your mouth. <laughs> weird. What a batteries in your mouth? For no, I assume. For anyone who's wondering, just think if I have a battery taste. <laughs> yeah. yeah, especially if, if you have metal fillings, throw a battery right in your mouth and <laughs> jingle it around. But, <laughs> yeah, that, and then there's always, liquid, sorry. and that's just like a little vial of acid, and you can mix it in with juice or something. And do you know dosage-wise, like, like, that just sounds... I've never heard people say you could kind of just... Like, acid just was there. Like, it sounds like you're saying, like, it's just sort of background to you. Like, it doesn't take over your day, or... It's just... I, it's not as intense as mushrooms for me. Like, it's a lot more tall. Like, I can handle it in public. Hmm. I don't know. I've uh, Maybe other acid I've been doing lately... Because the liquid acid kicked me in the dick, and that was a big trip. The tab stuff I've usually found. I've taken one, two, and I'm fine. Interesting. You, you get hot. Um, with your, like, you took double hits or something, wasn't it? Yeah. When, when the time I did it, yeah. There's a lot of different people have told me, <laughs> just been talking about acid to me in the last probably six months in far more positive ways than I've ever heard the rest of my life. I've always heard so many people say, like, oh, no, man, bad acid trip, bad acid trip. And, you know. I grew up in the in the 80s, so like the propaganda of the the war on drugs and the 
classic, you know, jump off a bridge kind of acid. I think, didn't they do that on Degrassi? Isn't that how Snake uh, got all messed Not Snake. Shane got all messed up? No, that's the old Degrassi. I'm, yeah. I'm the Drake getting shot Degrassi. That's uh, my generation. That's all you youngins. <laughs> Did you guys ever hear the tale? I heard about mushrooms and acid separately. But about, like, kids doing it, and they think they saw, like, a troll or something. So they beat it up and captured it and threw it in their closet. And when they sobered up, it was like a little kid. <laughs> I heard it with both different drugs. And when I heard it about, like, I think I heard about mushrooms first. And I heard about acid. And I was like, all right. I, I doubt really two little trip. girls have gotten beat because people think they're trolls. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't see that happening on mushrooms. No, I, yeah. The people make man. you think it's like a cartoon world you're going to enter. Like, what p- people say DMT actually is, is what I legitimately thought acid and mushrooms would do. Before Have you I had them. DMT? No. I'm hoping that. this summer. I've got a couple different friends who have access to it. Let me know. We'll <laughs> <laughs> do. That's, I don't, I don't know. I looked at that. I was looking at it on the internet for a while, like DMT. I don't know. I don't want to make bathtub DMT. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. I talked to a couple people who have said they're making it. And I'm like, all right, you do that and let me know. Yeah, I'll try your second batch. Because I don't think I've ever seen, like, the one guy I know that's making it. Um, I've never even seen him cook for himself, so I'm... <laughs> you I, burn crap dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you should make me a two-course meal before I accept your DMT, <laughs> sir. It's <laughs> three courses, three ingredients. You guys are so fancy. <laughs> <laughs> Justin doesn't mind some backwoods DMT. <laughs> Give me some from a moonshine. That's the kind of DMT I want. It's been brewed in a bathtub. <laughs> it was on someone's front lawn. What are you doing? Making DMT. Shut up. Do you, did you find there's any difference in uh, like the effects like afterwards with acid versus mushrooms? Physical or... Psychological? Well, like, yeah, well, it's like psychologically, how do you feel in in the post kind of afterglow? Um, like, do, does it affect your mood? Mushrooms, so? I'm left more like, like I'm, I'm like, I'm left thinking kind of about the night more. Yeah. Like acid, I'm like, oh, crazy, right? Like, <laughs> 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 but like mushrooms make me actually like think about my life and like. It gives me a couple questions to ask myself. So, have you done like similar dosages of uh, similar dosages of acid versus mushrooms? Yeah, probably like in the same neighborhood. Like, just no more than like two, three, four hits. But you, but you only get introspective on mushrooms in your experience, yeah. anyway. Well, like very introspective because I don't know. Acid to me is still a, it's chemical, right? It's like it's somebody, some dudes. It's like DMT. Some dudes made it. Some. Well, I guess, but I mean, it all comes from the same, same shit, right? I mean, it's all. Yeah, mushrooms are. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel grosser after acid. Yeah, I, I, I felt like I had the flu for a couple of days. Yeah. Whereas mushrooms, I can exercise. You know, twelve hours later. Yeah, I feel sleep. shitty after mushrooms. That big dump and like, I, I feel like my body just my mu- muscles and stuff ache. You know, you, you just got to build up a tolerance. That's all. I think that might not even be from the mushrooms, just from like what you're doing when you're on the mushrooms. There's also a possibility that I'm you're flailing <laughs> around, rolling down position. hills at High Park. <laughs> Face down in a trail isn't uh. the right way for my aging spine to lay. Yeah, you just lay in a bed. You know, it's a little, yeah, little easier. I haven't to take. tried that. Yeah, just roll around <laughs> in your bed next it's time. A sanitarium approach. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'll just strap myself down and go. <laughs> Get a little loopy for a few hours, like my dog is right now. What's up, buddy? As to me, I feel like after do you guys have you guys done MDMA? No. Yes. Yeah, like it kind of feels like that. Like it's just like it's a chemical. It's made by a dirty scientist who is trying to make some extra cash. Which respect to him, but. That is one of the worst tastes I've ever tasted. Oh, my man. God. Why would you taste it? Um, it wasn't, like, intentional. It was, like, no, I guess it was kind of, well, intentional is the wrong word. We had to just get it in and then down it with some Gatorade or something like that. So, like, a little bit of it touched my mouth. And I was just like, oh, my God. That's, that's just a wrong taste. I dated a scumbag from Brampton. And her and her friends would like lick their pinky, and they just filled like a shot glass with MDMA, and then they would just dip their pinky in and lick it. I had like uh, crystalline form of it, or like not crystally, but yeah, kind of crystally, like chunky. Oh, oh. How do you guys feel about the uh, taste of mushrooms? That's Horrible. something I've never. People are always like, "Oh, it's so bad tasting." I find the taste not bad. Oh. Texture is where I'm like, texture's both get not me. the best, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I have my wisdom teeth. They just grew in, and they're okay, so they just left them. But the one back in my top right is, like, sort of crooked, and I get mushrooms stuck in it all the time, that weird <laughs> gooey texture. So I feel like my breath, like every breath I take, it tastes a little bit like mushrooms again. Yeah. And I'm such a pushy pussy on texture, and I hate the taste. So I, getting them into me is just such a, like, I'm a cartoon. I'm like, <laughs> every... Every sips, like wash it down with something, and then oh, oh, oh. you just, just got to focus. Do you guys eat food with it? Um, it's eat it on an empty stomach. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Try yeah, to go pretty empty stomach, and then once it's involved, food's not. Occasionally, yeah. I'll remember to have a drink, but that's usually because I found dirt in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Ideally, like, I'd like to like fast at least for the for like since the night <clears> before. And uh, I think it helps bring it on quicker and harder, mm-hmm. a little more vivid. You know. Do you have any comparison for whether way. it's actually? I could see faster makes sense, right? Empty stomach, it's the only thing yeah, going yeah. in. But in terms of actually affecting the, I, I have know. no. I think it's like booze. Same kind of theory is you got an empty stomach and you drink a bunch of booze. Or you're just going to metabolize whatever you put in there quicker. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you need it right now. I don't know. The only way to find out is just have a big spaghetti dinner before a mushroom well, trip. Well, <laughs> or put the mushrooms in yeah. the spaghetti. In the sauce. I, th- I, th- I think it, I think it also helps to, like it just cleanses your, not just your colon, but your mind too. I think it puts you in like a state, Actually, a little bit more of like a ready to be psychedelic state. You when you say it like that, it's a good thing I don't have to take a bunch of dumps while I'm on like in a big trip. Because that would be, you know, I'd be trying to clean up. <laughs> but I wouldn't be making I, any promises if I was high as shit. It wouldn't, be, uh, it wouldn't be a very positive experience, I would think, unless you had a really good grip of what was happening. Or you because just like care shit and wake up all shitty-assed. Well, you don't want to start thinking about, like, your body in terms of waste and all that different stuff like that, because it'll represent really negative thought patterns and... Not circle of life patterns, like oh, ashes, well, ashes. it takes a lot this was to a frame four it. Four days ago, but it takes a lot to frame it in like a full like this is okay. <laughs> Do you have a, take in a dump story you want to tell about mushrooms? 
I I I haven't uh, I've never shit during that, but I I like I've, I've pissed before, yeah. which is you know it's harrowing enough. You never shit on mushrooms? Not during a. That's where I thrive. That's where you <laughs> thrive. Oh man, like that's where I have like some of the best. That's always where this, this trip starts to really get crazy. This is <laughs> this is the is that area that's when you're, you're alone. That's because I gotta or be in one spot and yeah. I can't because. When you're not shitting, I can move around, look at all kinds of things. When I'm shitting, I'm stuck there for the time being, and I only have the things, like five things to look at. So yeah, I concentrate yeah. on things, and that's when things really start getting crazy for me. Because I have to focus. <laughs> I can't, like, look away and keep my mind busy. So I have to be like, oh, look at these tiles. Ooh. Yeah. I, <laughs> and there's mirrors in bathrooms. But it would have to be on, like, a... Like a, a manageable dose, right? Because yeah, I, I don't see how you could even think about doing this. Yeah, like it doesn't even come or up. Anything else? Yeah. Even like pissing for, I drank I drank like a liter of Gatorade, and didn't consider pissing for hours because it just there was too much else going on. I remember laying when I was tr- coming out of the big trip, and you were still tripping pretty hard in Hyde Park. I was sort of like laying in the bushes down the trail a little bit. Just like painfully having to go piss, but no chance I was moving. Like not right now. Just give me I'm a little shivery. Just give me a second. <laughs> I think the release would feel good on those things. You're like, ah. <laughs> I just I also would have been doing it in the middle of a trail, potentially overlooking a child's soccer game. I don't know what you'd really see below us there. We talked about this. Just do it backwards. <laughs> Walk backwards and do it. Um I remember going when uh Justin and I did a, a seven grand trip in Trinity Bellwoods. We just hung out in like the dog bowl all day. I didn't have my dog there, but um, I remember going to the uh, the bathroom like the, to take a piss there. And it's one of those rooms that's like classic sort of you know industrial bathroom with mini tiles done throughout it. So there's so many lines of all the tiles like going either lengthwise into the room, but also all the cross waves on it. I remember that being just kind of overwhelming, like stepping in being like. Things got pretty vector here. <laughs> we'll just give that a second. All right. Focus on your dick. Focus on your dick. Like I have to be reminded. Come on. <laughs> I was, that was his mantra for the day. <laughs> just keep repeating this. I think this summer I'm going to do, I want to do like, uh, like six, seven grams. To like really <laughs> see what else there is. There's, Cause I've mastered there's a lot more there. Yeah. <laughs> and you're describing the... Four and a half. I'm like, oh yeah, just a little bit more. That wouldn't have been, uh, wouldn't have been on the table. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. I always say, like, if you if you had a bad mushroom trip, you just didn't take enough. I've never had a bad either, but mushroom trip. I've had like moments. Like I remember one time, I looked at the mirror and I just saw like myself making evil faces at myself. <laughs> and I realized I was making evil faces. Yeah, at myself. yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, probably. <laughs> but I was just like, okay, no more mirrors. That <laughs> Oh, mirrors dude. freak me out a little bit. Mirrors too. were bad, so I'm just well, gonna avoid well mirrors. The, like the the mirror thing at the peak is one of the coolest things ever, but you have to face the hell before you can get to the heaven feeling. <laughs> like that, that that's the best analogy for it because you, you're gonna have that moment where it's like the worst horror movie feeling ever. It's like your most terrifying, like the most terrifying things that your mind can conjure up and about what you are, but you have to acknowledge it. And let it in before it turns good, but that's that happens at the, at the seven gram level, and it's like it's it's something that you absolutely should do because it's so worth it. But 
it's absolutely terrifying. And I think that's because it's like the final battle that your ego puts up and it just takes your, like the, the worst things that you can possibly imagine about yourself and imagine about reality, you know, that aren't even true at all from like a objective perspective. And it just goes like, take this. And, and you're like, I can't deny this. And you're just, but that like, is you kind of denying the experience, like putting up this last wall. But, uh, just, uh, I find the, the chanting we talked about, That's uh, the, stuff. yeah, the, it's, it, mention this almost every podcast but i think this is really important it's called glossolalia and when you when you chant or when you sing when you let you just when you just there's like an impulse when it starts to go bad to just start to like make noise and when you do that just let whatever comes out comes out it helps to just guide the trip back to a positive part and i think it's important to go back and forth too like 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 face the bad stuff a little bit because it kind of puts this truth on part of your personality and then you go, okay, but don't feel shame or don't feel guilt about that. And you can kind of bring it back and you can play with it a little bit once you recognize what's going on. But the only thing during the peaks is to remember that it is positive no matter how scary it is. And it's always going to seem the scariest thing ever because it's your own mind. So nothing can be scarier than that just by definition. So it's nothing can be scarier, but it's only you. So that's literally all you have to remember. And I think the experience will just do the rest, but it's, it's a hell of a mind fuck. It's a useful experience though. Like it helped me a lot. I'm still really, really good for you. I'm still like trying to learn about how to actually use mushrooms. Cause like, um, I just turned 25. Like most of the times I've done mushrooms up to like last year in my life, it was for a party. Yeah. And even like fucking around with this micro dosing, whatever I should, it's supposed to be called, but, yeah. Like a grand, like I'm not trying to get fucked up. Yeah. Like even that is like, I'm just trying to u- find out how to use them properly. Like, instead well, like of part just of being it is, like, and part of it using them properly is like you learn as you go too. Like yeah. I think there's certain things that, like, uh, like I, I, I think I can definitely uh, give people an example of what maybe to like a little bit to expect and how to deal with certain aspects of the big trips. But there's no way to, for me to properly communicate what it actually is. You just have to experience it yourself. There's just there's no way that I feel like if I had done it a hundred times, there's no way that I could properly guide someone who's never done it once. Just other than like, you just gotta you just gotta dive in and check Trust it out for yourself. You're going to be okay. Yeah, because there's nothing that I could say that would properly articulate the actual experience. Because well, you don't know how it's going to go, too. You don't know how their mindset's going to be, how their previous day's been, yeah. how that, their relationship with their just dad it. is. Like, all these yeah. things. Pretty kinda, much just say like you always... But <laughs> I also don't think it has to do necessarily with uh, having a negative mindset because I've had some of my best trips when I wanted to kill myself. And I was yeah. like, I need this for just, you know, save me kind of thing. So the darkest thoughts, it's not necessarily about the the tone, uh, whether you're happy or sad. It's just about allowing the trip in. Just have the mindset of, I'm going to let go. Whether that comes from just, I want to have fun, or whether it comes from desperation or whatever. As long as you let go, then it'll heal your brain. Mm -hmm. I really think that. It's like, it's the, the medicine for the consciousness, but part of that, like letting it in, it's like taking a needle, but it's, it's making the decision to let it in. That lets it into your reality. 
and it's it's so fucked to put it that way, but that's the only way that I can describe that. That's the way that it felt like to me. It was like I had to make the decision that all this, like the bad trip stuff is just from my mind, and if I just let the medicine work, it will, and it has every time that I've become aware of that. Mm-hmm. But facing that bad trip is where, where a lot of people, I think... Uh, get scared off because the first time I had one I de- definitely fucked with me but looking back on it like I, I know you know what was happening it's just my fucking subconscious so just, just you don't have to believe it I mean, yeah uh, I think the only time I was close was sort of right before what I think was experiencing ego death because it was the first time I felt so out of control and I had nothing yeah. to I couldn't understand anything I couldn't quantify anything going on around me and i had this like for me the saying to myself you're just on mushrooms you're going to be fine was more than enough to remind me oh yeah whatever happens here will be over in a few hours as long as i don't get arrested which didn't occur to me at the time (laughs) i'll be fine even when i was doing it was like a party drug that's something advice i always heard was things are going bad just like it's just mushrooms like it's just your thoughts it's just you yeah it's going to feel like you're losing your mind if you're not used to it because you'll convince yourself that's what's happening because you're still you on psychedelics, which is the crazy thing, right? Like, your, your personality is not shifted. It's like you're witnessing this new thought process. So it's so different from what we normally think about and what our normal, not just our sober mind, but it's so different from being drunk. It's so different from even things like cocaine, right? It's just... It has it's a complete absence of the of the ego that all those drugs kind of inflate or distort. So the only way to really f- like think without the ego, That's awesome. yeah. <laughs> but the only way to really think without the ego is to have it actually removed by this process because I wasn't even aware of what that feeling felt like until it happened, and it was like I've read about it and I've kind of understood it to the point that. You know, th- I guess you can just by reading English, but it's such a different mindset that it has nothing to do with any of the emotions that I could feel just normally. That it sounds so ridiculous because there's no proper way to describe it. So, but but anyone who's like when you feel it, it's like, oh yeah, okay, I get it. It's just that's what this headspace is like. Yeah, it's a whole different world. It is hard to explain. It would be hilarious. Like, I want you guys to show somebody this, these podcasts who's never done mushrooms before and just see what they think of all the talk going on. Like, oh, they just like, go there to the batshit crazy. crazy. <laughs> He's just like, as soon as you really start trying to describe it, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. I'm like, I get it. It doesn't matter how descriptive we get. All I can describe is the visual field of what was going on. At best, right? I can't. Well, that description that. of of like that, that like knowing is 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 knowing that you don't know kind of thing, and that that yeah. sounds just like that weird, you know, circle of like not explaining anything. But it really is the best way to just to explain that uh, that like peak feeling, and it it feels like I have the memory of understanding mm. from the trip, but I, there's no way I can properly can. Like contextualize it well. I have you guys recorded yourself or anything while on mushrooms? Uh, <laughs> I've, I've recorded minimal things. Cause I've, I, re- I recorded what like uh, when when I started to let myself chant and what that 
sounded like, and I went into just like a normal rhythm. But it was the same one every, like at least the last two times. Like as soon well, as I started, what's crazy doing about this rhythm? It sounds like the song, uh, what is it? That girl or something by Chilliwack. Weird. So weirdly like it. Like as soon as Justin P played it for me, I was like. I thought you were kind of joking, but then the way you were looking at me, like, no, no, this isn't a joke, and it sounds like that, like, gong, 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 she gone so gong. <laughs> yeah, but, and it, I, I think it's just, it doesn't matter what the whatever tune you go yeah, to, yeah. but it that just stimulates your brain in the way that it helps yeah, it, it would work. It would just suck if, like, if, like, if I do, like, this summer I do, like, seven grams or something, and I start chanting, and it's just, like, a shitty song, like, Barbie Girl or something by Aqua. <laughs> I'm yeah. a Barbie girl. You punished yeah, Barbie. Barbie. <laughs> like, let's do it later. You... Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it, it would be interesting to know if if it like you know which kind of tune you draw from, or just if you make noise, it just stimulates yeah. that anyway. Yeah. Do you know where it came from for you, or was it just this is what I'm expressing? Because like you obviously were cognizant enough to hit record. Yeah. Well, I'm always pretty cognizant when I'm even when I'm on those deep mushrooms. As far as like, I can still speak usually, right? And I've texted you. And but do you think you're drawing the song from somewhere? Your chant from somewhere? Like, is it? Um, a, are you a fan of that song? I don't hate it. But it's, <laughs> but it's, it's definitely not like one of the songs that I've heard the like, most. Would you have it as a ringtone? I've been in there. What's that? Would you have it as a ringtone? No, I definitely wouldn't have it as a ringtone. <laughs> Would you now have it as a ringtone, knowing that it might be like maybe Chilliwack was a mushroom band? Yeah, maybe it's the it? <laughs> Chilliwack is the access to God in my brain. They're your spirit band. Yeah, <laughs> your spirit band. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, if you decide to do like a big trip, where would you do it? Um, big trip, uh, probably my apartment, yeah. or if. Uh, my, my parents have a farm, so yeah, if, so I was wondering if, if they were going home. away for a weekend, I'd go do it at the farm. I did, my mom's a square. I couldn't do it if she's there. <laughs> square. But well, like, <laughs> I've never really done mushrooms, though, at my own homestead, oh, which enough. I would... I Like, the low-dosing stuff I have, but I haven't like gotten nuts at my own place, which I thought I think would be a nice... Yeah. It'd be nice to be able to we do it at home. In. I've only been here a couple months. I haven't done mushrooms yet. Yeah, do you mushrooms roll and around in your bed, see if your body hurts? Well, see, I think at that dose, as as long as you completely let it in, it doesn't matter where you are mm-hmm. because it's not about your external <laughs> environment. For I'm not thinking about hours. myself. I'm thinking about the people around me. It would be best if yeah. farm. I would bother less people. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's good <laughs> to just be by yourself. Just rolling around in Like, if I'm up in filth. Greek town getting high on mushrooms, yeah. I don't think the old Greek people want to see me. <laughs> Chanting, gong, 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 so long down the street. There there might be a little bit of uh, misunderstanding. (laughs) Well, listen, if you you do a big trip, um, you should come back and, and, my dog just ripped ass, uh, talk talk to us about it on the podcast. For sure, yeah. Because that would be a lot of fun. But uh, we're at, we're kind of, we should wrap it up. Uh, But thanks for coming down. Thank you for for having me in the Dale. Your Twitter. Yeah, what do you, you on Twitter? What do you do? What's your Twitter handle? Uh, it's O Fergus with th- or two H's. O H H Fergus. Yeah. Okay. Like um, someone was screaming it in ecstasy. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh Fergus. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. But uh, I think the last time I tweeted <laughs> was for some kind of like promotional. I don't tweet often. All right. Well, if you're in Toronto, you're a regular at the Corner Comedy Corner Club. Comedy Club. Yeah. People can add, just add me on Facebook. I pretty much just add anybody. 
cops and everything. We did. We were looking at it. So I get like with I host this thing on SoundCloud. So I get to see like cities where people have downloaded. And there's mm-hmm. all these random like was like Tokyo and all these random places where people might uh, be adding Ian Fergus as a new friend from Facebook. Uh, okay, I want to change what I just said. Uh, people from Tokyo, <laughs> go fuck yourself. Don't you add me? You're oh. not allowed on here. That's harsh. Everybody else. Everybody Tokyo else is seems cool. like a place that needs some mushrooms. They've had it too good for too long. Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> And we all have to have our purposes in life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm rallying against Tokyo. Ian's here to screw Tokyo. Yeah, come see me at the Corner Comedy Club. Uh, yeah, next. Uh, every Saturday in June, we are raising money to bomb Tokyo. So, you know. Wow, that's it's an initiative. Like, I don't know. We got, like, we've raised $100 so far. We need a couple million more. I don't know. It's, it's a long, it's a long <laughs> journey. Start <laughs> sharpening those jokes. <laughs> Mushroom Cloud Podcast, Episode 6. Click.